For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures I will arise and go forth to the house of my young I will arise and go forth to the house of my father I will arise and go forth to the house of my young House of my young Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, Romans, for or against Torah. This is part five of the series. So, in Romans, in chapter 3, in verse 31, where Paul asked the question, do we, that is Jew and non-Jew, do we make void, that means to do away with the Torah through faith, because we're saved by grace through faith. Because in Christianity today, it is taught that you either have faith and express your faith in Yeshua, or you follow the Torah. And so it's not very commonly taught in today's Christianity that in receiving salvation in Yeshua, which comes by grace through faith, that then we are to follow the Torah. It's presented in traditional Christianity that it's either faith or following the Torah. And if it's faith, then the Torah's been nailed to the cross and we don't follow the Torah because it's said that following the Torah after you've been saved by grace through faith is bondage. And primarily, they teach this based upon their reading and their interpretation of Paul. That being the case, Paul asked the question here in Romans chapter 3, verse 3. 31, do we, Jew and non-Jew, do we do away with following the Torah through faith? Traditional Christianity says that Paul taught that we do. Traditional Christianity says that Paul taught that the Torah is bondage, that the Torah has been nailed to the cross, and now we live by faith instead of following the Torah. But Paul answers his own question in Romans chapter 3, verse 31, and he says, God forbid, do we make void the Torah through faith? God forbid, absolutely not. Instead, we establish the Torah. So after we're saved by grace through faith, we establish or we follow the Torah. That is because the Torah is right, the Torah is true, the Torah is good. In Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 13 it is written, you came down also upon Mount Sinai and spake with them from heaven and gave them right judgments and true laws, good statutes and commandments. Paul writes in Romans chapter 7 in verse 12. The Torah is holy, the commandment holy, just, and good. And then Paul writes in 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 8, for we know that the Torah is good. Paul explains in Romans chapter 7 verse 14 that the Torah is spiritual. 
but we are carnal and sold under sin. Romans chapter 7 verse 14. For we know that the Torah is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. So even though Paul says that the Torah is spiritual, traditional Christianity says that the Torah is bondage. And so in 1 John chapter 3 verse 4, it says, whoever commits sin transgresses the Torah. Sin is the transgression of the Torah. So I'm sold under sin. And so I'm carnal when I transgress the Torah. And so the problem is me, my flesh, and me wanting to not follow the ways and the commandments of the God of Israel. Paul explained in Romans chapter 8 verse 7 that the carnal mind is an enemy against God. And the carnal mind that's an enemy against God does not follow the Torah of God. Romans chapter 8 verse 7. The carnal mind is an enemy against God. It's not subject or does not follow the Torah of God. Neither indeed can it be. Because its nature is to serve itself. So the nature of the flesh is to serve the flesh. The nature of the carnal mind is to serve the carnal mind. And so the flesh and the carnal mind reasons and thinks and desires to do things contrary to the Torah or the instruction of the God of Israel. So speaking of the carnal mind that doesn't follow the Torah of God, Paul says in Romans chapter 8 verse 8, so that they that are in the flesh cannot please God. They that are in the flesh are they that operate according to the carnal mind which doesn't follow the Torah of God. So they that are in the flesh are those that do not follow the Torah of God. We trust in Yeshua for our salvation, being saved by grace through faith, and we then are to follow his Torah by his Spirit. Not in our own wisdom, not in our own ability, not in our own understanding, not in our own strength. We follow his Torah by his Spirit, which he gives us to follow that Torah in spirit and in truth. That's why Paul says in Romans chapter 8 verse 1, There is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Messiah Yeshua, who walk not after the flesh. Well, who are those that walk after the flesh? Those who have a carnal mind, who don't follow the Torah, they are the ones that are in the flesh and walk after the flesh. There is condemnation to those who walk after the flesh because Paul says in Romans chapter 6 verse 23 that the wages of sin is death. But there's no condemnation to them that are in Messiah Yeshua. How are you in Messiah Yeshua? You're saved by grace through faith. How are you in Messiah Yeshua? That he is our righteousness. And so there is no condemnation to them who are in Messiah Yeshua who do not follow the flesh but instead follow the Spirit. Paul taught in Romans chapter 8 and verse 4 that the righteousness of the Torah is fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. The righteousness of the Torah is fulfilled by those who don't trust in themselves, who do not establish their own righteousness. And the righteousness of the Torah are those who see that they break the Torah and thus need a Messiah. And the righteousness of the Torah is trusting in the Messiah for your salvation and your deliverance. And then follow Torah after the Spirit of God, which is given 
in the new covenant to those who put their faith, trust, and confidence in the redemptive work of Yeshua when he died on the tree and make him Savior and Lord of your life. And so we are to obey the Torah of Yeshua by and through the help of the Holy Spirit, which he gives us to do so. Romans chapter 8, verse 9 and verse 14. But you are not in the flesh. Who are those in the flesh? Those who have a carnal mind, that's an enemy against God, that doesn't follow the Torah of God. So that you are not in the flesh, you are not to walk after your carnal mind, but you are in the Spirit. And if it be so that the Spirit of God dwells in you. For as many that are led by the Spirit of God, Romans chapter 8, verse 14, they are the sons of God. And be a son of God is a term that means that you're pleasing to your Father and you're obedient to your Father. We are to delight in the Torah. Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the Torah of the Lord. Blessed is the man whose delight is in the Torah of the Lord. It says in Psalm 112 verse 1, Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that fears the Lord, that delights greatly in his commandments. The Torah is to be written upon our heart. And Paul testifies in Romans chapter 7 verse 22 that he delights in the Torah of God after the inward man. And the inward man is the one that has the indwelling Holy Spirit. We're told in Ezekiel chapter 36 verses 26 and 27 as it is written, a new heart will I give you, a new spirit will I put within you. What's the outcome of having a new heart and a new spirit? I will put my spirit within you which is the new covenant. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, to keep my judgments and do them. Or in other words, follow the Torah. And so Paul explains that the righteousness by faith, you remember the righteousness by faith is not putting trust in yourself to establish your own righteousness, but putting your faith and trust and confidence in the God of Israel. That righteousness by faith comes through the Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter 5 verse 5. For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. So following Torah is righteousness or the right way that we are to live our lives. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 8. In what nation is there so great that has statutes and judgments so righteous as all this Torah or the right way that we are to live our lives, which I've set before you this day. Now Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 25. And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God as he has commanded us. So the way that we have righteousness in and of and by ourselves is if we 100% all the time do what the Torah says, which we are told in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so then, after we receive Yeshua's righteousness by putting our faith, trust, and confidence in Him, then after we're saved by grace through faith, are we to then try to live a sinful lifestyle according to the flesh? No. And so, how are we to live after we're saved by grace through faith? 
we are to seek to obey the God of Israel. Can we do it in our own ability? No, we need his Holy Spirit. And so if we allow ourselves to walk in the Spirit, be led by his Spirit in seeking to obey him as a lifestyle, then that's the right way that we are to live our lives. We are not to live sinful lives. So the new, or actually in Hebrew, the renewed covenant is a circumcised heart. And a circumcised heart in the new covenant who is led by the Holy Spirit will follow the Torah. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31, verse 33, it is written, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant. In Hebrew, a renewed covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. See, the original covenant at Mount Sinai was broken, so it had to be renewed. And it was broken because the Torah was written upon a stony heart. And a Torah written upon a stony heart, one will operate with a carnal mind, which will disobey the Torah and will walk in the flesh. But those in the flesh cannot please God. And so the renewed covenant is that Torah is going to be written upon our heart by and through the help of the Holy Spirit. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my Torah in their inward parts. And I will write it in their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And so Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33 is referred to and quoted in Hebrews in chapter 8 and verse 10. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my Torah in their mind and I will write it in their hearts. And so the new covenant or the renewed covenant is a Torah-based covenant. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 16 it is written, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my Torah in their hearts and in in their minds will I write them. The Torah is the will of the God of Israel. Psalm chapter 40, verse 8, it is written, I delight to do your will, O my God. Yes, your Torah is within my heart. So the will of God is his Torah being written in our heart, and that's the new covenant. So the will of God is the new covenant. And then it says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, if we ask anything, anything according to his Torah, if we ask anything according to his covenant promises, he hears us. Paul explains in Romans chapter 2 and verse 8 that those who do not follow the Torah will be judged as it is written, but unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. And so Paul is referring to those who do not do the truth. What is truth? Psalm 119, verse 142. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your Torah is truth. Psalm 119, verse 151. You are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are truth. And Paul says in Romans chapter 2 and verse 8 that those who do not obey the truth 
but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. The truth is the Torah. So condemnation is for those who don't follow the Torah. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. Yeshua said in John chapter 16, verse 13, when the Spirit of truth is come, he will guide you in all truth. So the Spirit of truth will guide you in truth. What is truth? The Torah is truth. All your commandments is truth. What is truth? In John chapter 14, verse 6, Yeshua is the way, the truth, and the life. So the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. He will lead you and guide you in truth. The Holy Spirit will point you to Yeshua. The Holy Spirit will point you to following the Torah. Paul explains in Romans chapter 2 verse 13 that those that follow the Torah will be justified before the God of Israel, as it is written. For not the hearers of the Torah are just before God, but the doers of the Torah shall be justified. So following Torah is being spiritually minded. And human beings without the Torah, they follow their flesh and they follow their carnal mind and have carnal thinking, worldly thinking. Romans chapter 7 verse 14, Paul says, for we know that the Torah is spiritual. So he says the Torah is spiritual. And then in Romans chapter 8 verse 6, to be spiritually minded is life and peace. The Torah is spiritual. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. To follow the Torah is life and peace. But then he says in Romans chapter 8 verse 7 that the carnal mind is an enemy against God and it's not subject or it doesn't follow the Torah of God. So the carnal mind is an enemy against God. It does not follow the Torah of God. And then he says in Romans chapter 8 verse 6 to be carnally minded is death. In other words, to not follow the Torah is death. To follow after your flesh is death. Following Torah is choosing life. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 10 and verse 19. If you shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in this book of the Torah. And then Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life. What do we do when we choose life? We choose the blessing. And what is life? To be spiritually minded is life, and the Torah is spiritual. To choose life is to choose the Torah. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. The Torah is spiritual. So peace is given to those that love the Torah. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 3 and verse 6. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, that is to follow the Torah, I will give you peace in the land. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. My son, forget not my Torah for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to you. We can see how shalom or peace is given to those that love the Torah from Psalm 119, verse 165, as it is written. Great peace have they which love your Torah. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 13. And all your children shall be taught of the Lord. Follow the Torah. And great shall be the peace of your children. So what is the role of the Holy Spirit in the new or the renewed covenant? From John chapter 16, verse 13, we see that the Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Truth. And the Holy Spirit, the, the Spirit of Truth, will lead and guide us in all truth. So the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Truth. 
And we have seen from Psalm 119, verse 142, that your Torah is truth. And from Psalm 119, verse 151, all your commandments are truth. So the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of truth, will lead you and guide you in truth. And the Torah is truth and all your commandments are truth. And then Yeshua said in John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32, Then said Yeshua to the Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth truth and the truth will make you free. So his word is the truth and the truth will set you free and the truth is the Torah or the commandments. So if you continue in following the Torah, which is the same as following Yeshua, because he gave the Torah, then following Yeshua and following his Torah will make you free. You won't be in bondage. And how are you in bondage? You're in bondage when you sin. So Yeshua prayed in John chapter 17, verse 17, sanctify them through your truth. Your word is truth. Sanctify them through the Torah and following the Torah. So what's the role of the Holy Spirit in the new or the renewed covenant? The Holy Spirit is going to point us to Yeshua, that Yeshua is the way, the truth, and the life. The Holy Spirit is going to convict the world of sin. In addition, the Holy Spirit is going to give us the power because we do not have the power in our own ability, our knowledge, and understanding in our own strengths. We do not have the power to overcome the sin nature of the flesh in our inclination to follow and do after the flesh in our carnal mind. And so in the new or the renewed covenant, the Holy Spirit gives us the power to overcome the flesh and the desires of the flesh. The Holy Spirit gives us the strength and the ability to yield spiritual fruit in our lives. And the fruit of the Spirit is outlined by Paul in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 25. And the Holy Spirit is going to teach us how we are to love Yeshua and follow his Torah and keep his commandments. John chapter 14, verse 15. So let's summarize this part of the teaching. Number one, after we are saved or redeemed by grace through faith in Yeshua the Messiah, when we repent of our sins, and when we put our faith and trust and confidence in him and in his shed blood for the forgiveness of our sins, when we accept him as Savior and Lord of our lives, that in response to this, we are to follow Yeshua's Torah. Number two, we are to follow Yeshua's Torah with the help and the guidance and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that he gives to us whenever we accept Yeshua into our hearts and our lives. Number three, following Yeshua's Torah by his Holy Spirit is spiritually minded. And number four, the new covenant is the Torah written upon our hearts. Next, what we're going to do in examining the book of Romans and looking at it from a Hebraic perspective is we're going to examine what Paul is trying to explain in Romans chapter 2. In the summary of what Paul's trying to explain in Romans chapter 2 is the following. Paul is making a comparison between the following two things. Number one, Paul is comparing non-Jews, in his example, who are not physically circumcised, but yet follow the Torah. And in following the Torah, they're going to show that they are circumcised in their heart. Versus, in his scenario, Jews 
who are circumcised in the flesh, but yet don't follow the Torah. And this is going to demonstrate that even though they're physically circumcised, they're uncircumcised in their heart. So let's examine how Paul explains these things. We are to follow the Torah with a circumcised heart. The Torah requires that we have a circumcised heart. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12 and verse 16 it is written, And now Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? And it is as follows. Circumcise the foreskin of your heart and be no more stiff-necked. In Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 4, it is written, Circumcise yourselves to the Lord and take away the foreskins of your heart, ye men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. So the Torah and the prophets call for the people of the God of Israel to be circumcised in their heart. Well, that's going to conclude part 5 of the series on the subject, Romans, for or against Torah. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Break Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.